This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. You can also visit us at boathousestudios.com in order to listen to this podcast and every other podcast in the Boathouse Network. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. Now, I realize caring for Mr. Burns seems like a big job, but actually it's just 2,800 small jobs. Your new duties will include answering Mr. Burns' phone, preparing his tax return, moistening his eyeballs, assisting with his chewing and swallowing, lying to Congress, and some light typing. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Yes, here we are, not in Boathouse Studios, but on location. Mobile yes, Studios. in Alan's basement. Yeah. Here we are. My name's Party Greg. Central. My name's Alan. I need a haircut. Cool. <laughs> I really, really do. Why? I just, I, I looked at myself in the mirror while I was in the bathroom. Didn't like what you saw? Didn't like what I saw. That might have to do with other things, though, yeah. but who knows? That's how I feel every morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Ever since the incident. Well... That's why you write love on your arm. <laughs> what do you have? <laughs> That's why you write love on your arm. For the listener, Greg just uh, rolled his sleeve up and he has love written in bold letters on his arm. It's nice to be reminded of it. <laughs> That's why. It's a powerful word. Sure. And I know it's a dark way to start the episode. <laughs> but it's really good to be here with you, DJ Tailspin. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> And I love you. I love you too. Well, there we go. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Our guest is shaking his head in disgust. Um, how have you been? Uh, good, good. Uh, I got stuck outside your house for twenty minutes. Oh, is that why? Yeah, it took that's you why I was late. Um, I Where'd was, you get stuck? Like I was stuck in a snowbank. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It I sucks. Was, I was moving around out there. I got out of it. So I, I, I assumed. Yeah, <laughs> since so. you're here. No need to offer to help or anything like that. If you'd if you'd asked me, I 100 percent would. Have. Oh, I know. I'm very I good know. at getting cars out of yeah, out of uh, ditches. I should hope so because that's a common stuck place. Yes. out there. So yep. uh, I've I've helped somebody get out of a parking spot outside your place yeah. before, and I didn't even know them at all because oh, nice. that's what Canadians do. Yes, we are kind folk. Well, I think it's kind of a cultural thing because people are just getting stuck for eight months out of the year that's true you you help others because you know it'll probably happen to you at some point yeah and karma you know, yeah as we know as we know from the a bitch from the film pay it forward <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the motto of that film karma's a bitch did you know <laughs> did you know john bon jovi's in that i sure did he it's plays the the asshole dad of weird. Haley Joel osmond it's weird it's weird to see <laughs> for him. this and more trivia come visit us at movie trivia that's right yeah. This will be out after it's done. But it next be. month, yeah. we'll have it will happen again. Who knows? Who knows, guys? Who knows? <laughs> um I'm honestly trying to think of uh, what I've been up to since yeah. I Oh, I saw Captain Marvel. Oh, me too. Yeah. That was fine. I think we went and saw it on the same night but not together. Yeah. Yeah. Um I thought it was fine too. Yeah. Uh I'm not a fan of her powers. Well, and 
you know, not to dive too deep, but it doesn't really give her too many, like, or doesn't define her powers very well in the movie. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. And, I was like, you know, you know, Thor's got lightning and a big hammer. So, yeah. I'm just thinking, so you, like, you can understand it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I, there's, there's a thing. I just, I want to say one very quick thing about the movie and then we'll move on. There's a thing in the movie, like, uh, I don't even want to call it a twist or anything, but like a specific plot detail. Yeah. That, I loved that I don't think the Marvel movies have done before. And it has to do with my like lack of knowledge of Captain Marvel in the comics, so I had no idea what to expect. But there's a thing that happens in the movie without spoiling it that it, I just I I loved it so much. And I was actually I loved it so much that I was worried it was going to reverse and like something was going to change by the end because I felt that's a normal thing for Marvel to do. Sure. And so I was very happy about that. Uh I think that the format of the movie does not uh give Brie Larson much to do and that makes it kind of suck because she's the lead character and she is a fantastic actor but she's not given much to do in this movie thanks to the script so that's a real real uh, bummer about it but overall I still had a good time and I enjoyed it Ben Mendelsohn is amazing that guy deserves he's one of the best guy actors ever seven Oscars he's so good uh he uh because he's played the same character like it's <laughs> it's like a it's like a great chef making sure. like making a a dinner for you. It's like this is my version of scrambled eggs seven different ways. <laughs> and Ben Mendelsohn does the smarmy business executive who is a villain mm-hmm. perfectly yes. seven different ways. That's true. And it's like it's like yeah, he's been playing the same thing because that's what Hollywood's casting him as. You're going to say no to that? No, of course not. <laughs> you're going to do it and you're going to do it perfectly. Yeah, and he does it perfectly. Yeah, I like Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, that's pretty much what I've been up to, though. Is cool. I mean, Captain pretty Marvel. much me too. Yeah. So I kept Marvel. <laughs> All right, uh, we have a guest. We do. What's his name? Uh, remind me. Ramon. R- <laughs> it's it's Efe Aviola. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't care for that, that bit. That was uh, <laughs> that was embarrassing, Alan. Why did you let me do that? <laughs> I'm 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 I here. Yeah, you was... started it. What's his name? <laughs> I swear, I thought it was Ramon. <laughs> I've been calling him. Years. I've been calling him Crandall. <laughs> I've been making, I'm an, making an ass of myself. Uh, how you doing, Efe? I'm doing all right. That's good. I'm doing all right. Yeah. What um What's been What's been new in the zoo with you? Not much, Mr. That was Pooh. Very bad. Uh, not much new and exciting with me. Um, you know, it's just plugging away, nose to the grindstone. Uh, all that good stuff. Tuck me in, let me die. Oh. <laughs> life's life's busy. So life, yeah, life life's is busy. very busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for making the time for, for this. No, we, this is this is we know great. It's a it's an episode that you wanted to talk about. This so. is one of my favorite episodes, if not my favorite episode of The Simpsons. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why that's a big reason why we wanted you on this particular show. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, before we dive into that. Um, we have a bit of a mailbag. Oh, yeah, we do. Uh, that uh meant to do last episode that uh we didn't because we ran out of time. But uh, I want to bring it up now. So we got a nice message from Jordan, uh, and he uh, sent some kind words, etc. That uh, you know, he even said you don't need to uh, read this all. It's a bit wordy, but uh, you can sum it up, and that's what I'm gonna do. Um. But he he found us through um, the Who Shot Mr. Burns uh, crossover with Real Gems. Mm-hmm. Um, 
recently found a YouTube channel called Dark Simpsons and had to ask about it. It's the most creatively edited Morbid Simpsons fan media I've ever seen. I find myself enjoying it for macabre reasons. I was curious if you'd ever heard or seen anything about it. I'd love to hear if you like it or hate it or have no strong feelings one way or the other. Some of them are a bit tamer, but some of them are quite upsetting and it's gold. So I have actually not seen this YouTube channel. Have you watched it, Greg? I have not. I I have. You have, okay. Because... Uh They stole my idea. They stole your idea. Yeah. What's your, like you're editing the. Or you, you edit The Simpsons to be, uh, to follow a, a very dark and very uh, disappointing narrative. Mm, I see. Yes. So what? So, <laughs> so you know about it because they stole your idea. But mm-hmm. do you think they executed that idea well? Like, did you? Uh, did sometimes. you enjoy it? Some yeah. of them are, are, are pretty good. Some yeah. of them kind of are a stretch. Sure. Uh, but you know, I can't knock them for for doing it. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, uh, I have not watched it, but I uh, probably will one day. <laughs> I always forget about stuff like this when people are like, "Hey, you should watch Blank." I'm like, "Cool," and then like, and then I'm like, "Oh, I'll just watch uh, Jeopardy," or you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jeopardy is a real good hole to sink into. Yeah, yeah. So I think one of the problems with making something that is like perverting something people really enjoy to something very dark is if your name is attached to it and you go a little bit too far, you've caused a huge problem. That, that's I've, I've shown you some of the Simpsons edits I've made where you're like, why would you do that? That's completely inappropriate. That's not even funny. That's just mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Even I mean, that's my reaction to more. a lot of the things that you do. <laughs> a lot of things that do are, are mean and baffling. Well, just, it, no, you're right. It's, you're not no, wrong. But it's more just I, I often go, why did you do that? <laughs> and <laughs> I'm is, having a great time. What is this? Huh? We should really hang out more. I agree. Um, I'm a fun guy. The well, here's the thing. I think we are. Are you uh, correcting me? I'm a fun guy. Well, all right. Well, sure. No, this is this is this is me 100% agreeing with you. Okay. Um, and I, I just want to say why I think you're a fun guy because um, you are a mushroom. Uh, dad jokes. <laughs> Feels good to help people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I stuck the landing on that one. All right, cool. guys. Thanks for um, thanks for the message. But from, here's the reason, actually. Okay. Well, why? So- <laughs> I'm still on this. I wanted to land the dad joke. I did it. it well, nailed it. Moving I don't on. Know if you did, um, it's uh, you make you made a Simpsons edit, like. Like you just you just like edit things like oh, yeah. that. Yeah, I, I made He's a, got a whole folder full of them. <laughs> yeah, that's that to most is batshit fucking crazy. Um, to me, I love that. Mm-hmm. That is that is rad. I've been uh, like I I take f- full movies and I'm like th- I I don't like this, so I'm gonna make it so I like it. Right, make it better. I'm gonna make it better or better for me. Specifically, of course, Batman v Superman. Of course, this is my uh, crowning your, achievement. Your magnum opus. Yeah, absolutely. Zack Snyder's? I doubt it. It's Greg Wilson's. <laughs> if anybody wants it, I can give it to you. <laughs> anybody would like. I took the ultimate cut and then removed half an hour, so it's the original runtime. But I switched around the cuts. It's uh, it's better. Send Greg Wilson a blank and empty envelope, and he will mm. send you back a uh, DVD. Yeah, a DVD. Digital video disc. He will will send you back. He'll send you back a laser disc. (laughs) He'll send you back a CD-ROM of Batman v Superman. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I also tried it with Passengers, that Jennifer Lawrence, Chris Pratt movie. I tried to turn it into like a horror movie. Mm -hmm. That didn't work out so well, but it was there. You could see where it was. Um, And so that's that sort of shit is like 
Yeah, I. Uh, I'm you, surprised. Under- you understand? Yeah, I completely understand. Okay. I and I'm surprised we haven't uh, talked about it more. I, I really just like pervert it though. Like it, it's it's not very. And Alan's nodding. Like yeah, it's not interesting <laughs> at all. It's just mean. <laughs> there's it, some, okay. There's some that I'm like, this is really funny. I love it. And there's some that are like a little long and a little. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, if you would just cut it at this point, uh-huh. it would have been really funny. But you decide to add this weird coda. Where like Homer hangs himself or something. I don't know. Like I can't think of a particular example. If you would just smash cut to the murder, it would be so much easier. But instead, you have yeah. well, and that's my notes for most most movies. Do we have another mailbag, right? That's all I had. Really? That well, that I saved. Oh, okay. <laughs> like in my in my uh, phone here. There Fair might enough. be a, there might be more. And apologies if we we missed you. But uh, also, there's like multiple mediums that people message us on. So I might be. It's kind of hard to keep it straight after yeah. a bit. Yeah, but that's that's good. Please keep doing it. Don't. <laughs> Just know that we do receive them and we do appreciate them, even if we don't read it on air. Um, Usually if we don't read it on air, it's usually just because there's not something specific we can talk about. All right, so we are talking about Homer the Smithers. Yes, we are. the 17th episode of season seven. It was directed by Stephen Dean Moore and written by John Schwartzwelder. Ah. Who's that guy? And uh, original air date, February 25th, 1996. Wow. That's... (laughs) Guys, quite a while yeah, ago. Yeah, getting old. It's uh, <laughs> getting... so I construct a, a advanced improv for teens class. Mm-hmm. Hi, everybody out there. I'm sure you're not listening what to a this. Good guy, you are. You, oh. do impro- you do an improv class for teens. I do. I yeah. don't do any of that. Yeah, that's I, cool. I, wow. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm no. I get paid. I'm not a hero. Well, no, no one's right? saying you're a oh, saint. Well, but in like, that it's, case, it's boo. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, you're a paramedic. Yeah, but I get paid. <laughs> oh, whatever. Oh, get out of here. here. Fuck of... you. <laughs> <laughs> paramedic. You I bet you steal gold fillings, piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, I teach this class, and uh, I, I make like some references that they don't get. They make tons that I don't get. And we had one kid in the class be like, how old are you? And I was like, how old do you think I am? Oh, and, that's the, don't ever say that. And, <laughs> and, they, children. Yeah. and they said like, 55? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Because they have, <laughs> they have no concept I, of no, I no said concept I age, completely yeah. agreed with them. And I was like, cool. yeah, you're right. I'm 55 years old. That's exactly right. Uh, and now... <laughs> And uh, and then I went into like making a whole bunch of references a fifty five year old man would know like uh, Mike Dukakis, uh, yeah, D- Dukakis, more like Lyndon B Johnson. He had people killed. Now uh, <laughs> I was there. I saw. I saw Reagan. I got. I saw Reagan win the White House. All forty nine states in that. Like I saw Nixon resign. Yeah. And you know what? I we almost lost Quebec three times. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> In my lifetime. How do you guys what do you guys think about Quebec? <laughs> oh boy. Get it out. I just say. gonna put a marker <laughs> yeah, there. Just, yeah. just gonna delete that <laughs> Quebec comment. I love Quebec. I don't, uh, I don't Quebec's got the bomb. <laughs> Remember that quote? In, That's a Simpsons quote. That's okay, a Simpsons I don't. quote. Yeah. Uh, where Bill Clinton Going on is it the is it the Halloween episode? No, it's where oh, Bill okay. Clinton is dancing with Marge because Homer is Max Power now. And oh, he comes that episode. Okay. And he gets a like, someone nudges him, and yeah. he's like, "Ah, Quebec's got the bomb." And he walks away. <laughs> so. Yeah, that is Quebec great. is the bomb because I'm sure you guys have fans in Quebec. Probably, I mean, I hope so. Bonjour. I don't think we've got any specific like emails. So if you're mm. listening from Quebec, please email us. Yeah, let us Quebec. know. They have computers there. What's they up? Have, and everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Computers? I, I went to, I've only been to Quebec like once in my life, but it was when I was young and I loved it. Yeah. Like I went to Montreal Amazing. and I went on like this boardwalk and that's the first time I had like the concept of what a boardwalk entertainment district type thing was. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, there was like a mime, there was a um, magician, there was like performers, you know, and I was just, we were just walking as a kid. I was just like, this is so cool. Yeah. Like, and that's like a really, really positive memory in my in my life. It's the buildings pretty, pretty. as a child. The buildings stuck with me. Mm. They looked fantastic. How did we get on this? I don't know. Oh, I, I said, well, yeah, I was 55 old. years old and oh. I, we almost lost <laughs> Quebec three times. Right. Uh, but, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not. Here's we're talking about here's how we're old four. because this episode is Yeah, old. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's 1996. Yeah, because it. it's 1996 and uh, uh, all these kids years. don't even know what a life before uh, 2001 was like right. so yeah, young uh, that's something i have to teach kids in school mm. constantly here's, here's how life was before dre came back yeah <laughs> and here's how it was after this it is, was and, you know and like, there was that brief period where people forgot about dre uh-huh. yeah but then you know he never went away that really. album uh, that song uh-huh. and everyone's like oh right, uh, yeah. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. and then training day came out and everyone was like yes <laughs> And all was what well with the world. And then and and nothing <laughs> bad happened in two thousand one after oh, that. Oh, so there we go. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. I could tell you something though. What's up? Fellowship of the Ring came out in two thousand one. Yeah. Then Two Towers, two thousand two. What what about the two towers in two thousand one? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> See, it's you funny. guys are going to be on like some sort of Listen. media list now. <laughs> Let's drag this me the, into this. This is the kind of content that our listeners crave. Put one of my uh, my pseudonyms on. Yeah, okay. Ife, what's up? <laughs> this is one of your favorite episodes. This is maybe my favorite episode. You were quoting this thing from top to bottom, mm-hmm. and I was impressed. I was holding back, too, because yeah. I... I've watched this like four and times this week. Let me tell you, so I appreciate it. Thank you for <laughs> holding back. Now, Why? Why? Okay. Explain. Because I want to tell you a little something real quick before you head into it. This is an episode of season seven that I don't watch regularly. I Mm. often skip it. Well, that's interesting. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what I thought about it on this one. Oh. But yet. But I want to hear about it. You want to hear his his thoughts before your thoughts. Yeah. Interesting. So do you want to know why I think I like it? I like, want to know why it's your favorite. It's I want to know why it, it's your okay. favorite episode. Yeah, everything, every little thing that tickles you about it. <laughs> I think the first time I watched this episode, I didn't really know why it got to me. But as you get older, you think about your own behavior. You know, uh, don't throw that ashtray. Don't, you know, do this or that bad thing. Why do we behave the way we behave? Sure. Here's what I think. I've been very vocal on my dislike of The Simpsons. Homer is... Uh, like the, the family. The family, gotcha. yeah. Not the show, the yeah. family. I was like, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I hate this show. Homer, I don't know why you keep having me back. Homer is, is very destructive and he's very uh, malicious, right? Like yeah. the jerk-ass Homer. Jerk-ass Homer, yeah. Is he in this one? No. He's very admirable. He's working very hard. He, like, even he's doing when, his best. Even when Smithers picks him for Smithers' own mentally ill reasons, right? <laughs> Homer's proud. He's talking with his family like... Yeah. Are you guys proud of your your papa, right? Uh, another thing too is that Marge becomes Homer esque, and it really does settle quite well. Like you know, poor homie, poor. poor oh sure, right. You know, <laughs> falling asleep, asleep yeah. kind of bumbling. Go get your own corn and stuff, right? She's very <laughs> charming, right? Um, not to say Marge isn't before, but this is an episode where she's not nagging. True, yeah. she's not nagging. Homer is very hardworking. He's very sincere. Bart and Lisa don't exist. It's fantastic and mr burns is one of my favorite characters what about maggie and you get to see which who <laughs> the youngest daughter, <laughs> the youngest daughter. 
uh, and Mr. Burns is one of my favorite characters too. So yeah. he's highlighted, and Homer is somebody that I really uh, gravitate to and empathize with because we've all had situations where in it's this like, episode, in this episode, yeah, where you're like you're trying your best uh, and nothing works, you know, yeah, and where you're like I'd really just like to punch somebody, and he does it, and mm-hmm. you still feel, you know, very very close to Homer and his his endeavor here. Yeah. Just to do his job correctly. So also it's hilarious. The first it's line the first line of the episode is a joke. There are jokes I found out watching it this week that I've never seen before. Cool. <laughs> and uh can you remind everybody what the first line of the episode is? Testing. Testing for Monty Burns. Here you go. Sorry, I warmed up the crowd for you. <laughs> Like at, at least Mr. Burns is 104. Smithers is just lame. Yeah, like it's true. He's just like, whoa, man, that's uh, got them real hot for you out there. You know, here yeah. you go. Tough act. Do to you think fall. a lot of that is uh, his proximity to Burns for so long? Do you think it's oh, yeah. just kind of like become a part of his, who he is because he's like, oh, this is just this is the person I admire, and therefore this is who I try to model myself after. There's a lot of dependent personality issues with Smithers, which yes. leads to him kind of acting in a Munchausen's type of way, like, yep. let's debilitate this guy as much as possible for my own selfish reasons. Smithers is the worst in this. He's the devil. Uh, <laughs> another thing, too, is folie à deux. So, like, two people who one of them might have some sort of mental issue, if they're close enough, the other person could start exhibiting mm. the same issues. Right. There's a lot of that. It gets quite dark in this. Like, the extent to which... Smithers will try to handicap somebody that, you know, we look at him as loving. Mm-hmm. It it's a real problem. Like this is jerk ass Smithers right now. Yeah. Setting up Homer for failure. Uh even when uh even at the end or near the end where he comes back and Mr. Burns dismisses Homer. After doing, you know, what appears to be a good job, he's like, You heard the man, right back to your your post, yeah. your meat bag or yeah, whatever, you know? Here. Smithers yeah. is the worst in this. Yeah, he's he's kind of a jerk in this mm-hmm. episode. He takes on the jerk ass Homerness, so Homer can be like Homer's hilarious and he's adorable. Like yeah. where Mr. Burns has that mirror and he's just there. <laughs> he's just hello. Uh-huh. You ready for your coffee now? Like he's he's the best. Very earnest. Yeah. Very very earnest. I love I love this Homer. I love the Marge. I love Burns. Burns <laughs> becomes uh, like a little baby. It's great. Smithers is the bad guy. Yeah, Burns has an interesting arc in this episode too, where. Uh, the the Burns we know from the series that's like the, always the joke is how feeble and old he is, right? That's the classic joke. Mm-hmm. Everyone like everyone likes it. Yeah. Uh, and then in this episode they they start that way, but then they they flip it. Mm-hmm. And when we see Burns like actually like capable and self reliant, int he <laughs> he becomes very charming actually. Very. And you wonder about. I mean, he's probably still a horrible human, you know, deep down, because he's an evil, evil ogre. But I mean, he runs a nuclear power yeah, plant. Yeah, but the like most when you evil s- form of power <laughs> there is. When you see him in no this- more Chernobyls, <laughs> <laughs> go to hell. <laughs> when you see him in this context, you start to think like, oh, like could he be a good person if he wasn't waited on? So, like, and just had this like kind of air of uh, righteous, not righteousness. Um, What's the word like? Uh, well, if he wasn't taken blank. away by that heartless billionaire, right, and he held on to Bobo, the sign of his lost youth and innocence, then I think he would have been a good guy. Yeah, this is kind of a sequel. He has, to he has a feeling of uh, like the world Rosebud. owes him. What's oh that, yeah, what's he's that very word? entitled. What's that word I'm looking entitled? for? Entitled. 
entitled. Thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, I, I, even at the end where he's like, he's hugging Homer sincerely, mm-hmm. thanking him. Thank you for, for punching me. me. I yeah, needed yeah. that, yeah. you know? A very, very human reaction from someone who people consider some sort of booger man. So very, very human reaction you wouldn't expect from from Burns. Yeah. But the cause of all of this is not Burns's age. It's not a situation. It's Smithers. Yeah. Who waits on? Well, him and even in play. that moment, like Smithers is horrified mm-hmm. that Burns is like hugging showing and human emotion yeah, to yeah. another human being. Exactly. No, I know I shouldn't go to the He's just the worst. Mr. Burns. Um, Greg. Yes. What did you think of the episode? Uh, I think Ife articulated exactly why I don't go back to this episode often. It's because I feel that layer of darkness in it. And the idea of someone being so very dependent on a master figure to give them purpose has, even when I was a child and I didn't even understand what that relationship meant, has never felt good to me to see that and it's on display so fully in in this episode it's because in every other episode it's like it's it's the it's a joke it's the it's the it's like the little salt and pepper right. on top of the wonderful filet mignon of the of whatever episode we're watching right it's and they're really great jokes in it but this one it takes center stage and it brings a lot with it and it's not like it it's like, oh, this is dark. You got to know that this is dark. It's just a really strange and dark situation. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize it, but I guess your brain does that it's not something you're uh, responding to very well. And that's that's where I sit on this episode. I just don't respond to that kind of a relationship in a way that I feel... Uh, like I want to revisit it a lot. That's that's fair. I, I, that I think... being said, <laughs> it's super funny. Oh yeah, it's this, so funny. This episode is great. You, this is a great episode. You're able to laugh at things that really should be disturbing. Like one of my my favorite visuals, and also the sound is great, is where Burns is in his limo, and <laughs> Lenny simply just goes, "Hey, Burnsy, thank you for the good time. Thank you very much." He he freaks out. Oh, yeah. He's like, What's happening? Smithers? There's a man talking to me. This is his life. I he's just want to shake he's, your he's hand. He's a scared man, yeah. like cowering in a limo because another man tried to speak to him. And I think it's also because he's slurring and he's <laughs> <laughs> clearly drunk. But uh, but yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. The um, part that makes him most afraid is the thumbs up. That's mm-hmm. the best yeah, I part. Love that. He's oh, never, he's yeah. never seen it before. Yeah. <laughs> Just to your, just to what Greg was saying though, I just want to touch on that a bit because I, I I I I can totally understand where you're coming from with that. I think a reason why I never really clocked that or like like felt a, a negative push from that in the episode is because the negative relationship that you described is between two villains yeah. in the show, right? And then yeah. our hero yeah. is arguably the you know the hero in the episode, like the like you said, like Ife said the. Uh, the earnest, like trying to do good and that kind of thing. And you see that relationship uh, for its negativity in the episode and you actually see it get pulled apart and Smithers not being able to handle it. And that's what kind of pushes them back to the status quo because it's a sitcom. You got to go back to status quo. Right. But I think the episode itself is saying, yes, the Smithers Burns relationship is bad. 
<laughs> it is not healthy for either of them, but this is who they are. Right. And, yeah. you know, and by, by tearing them apart for that brief moment, that's when for me, I'm like, oh, like very interesting that I kind of like Burns now. <laughs> um, even though like, obviously, like I said, it's just a small snippet of his life. And I'm sure if that continued, if that remained status quo and he was self-reliant forever, he would do tons of horrible things still. I mean, the last time he was this self-reliant, he built a sunblocker. Yeah. So, tried to steal candy from a baby. Yeah. That sounds like a larf. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah, so I, I yeah. think it's a it's a an interesting point on both of your both of your ends uh, about the episode and and why you you're drawn to it, Ife and Greg. Why you uh, are not uh, inspired to rewatch it often? Yeah, it's like a, I don't find it repulsive yeah. or anything. Like I don't want to say that. Yeah. Um, I just I just find the nature of that relationship, and I think I feel so bad for Homer. In I this, feel awful for in him. this episode, and I think that's why I'm like well, one of the reasons why I'm like, yeah, it's doing a, it's doing a really great job of tearing down that uh, master subservient relationship, but it's making us do it through the through our guy, right? You know, yeah. right? Uh, which is which is at the end, which is the nice only way. It's the only way the episode obviously works because it's The Simpsons, and you need a Simpson in there, right. or else it becomes Zombie Simpsons years and. You need it to affect because we're on Homer's side. Yep. We're automatically on Homer's side. They don't have to do anything to make us on Homer's side. Could you imagine them trying to make us on Waylon's side? In this? No, that's not in this happening. episode. No, yeah. like no, like just have it like about Smithers and Burns and like. I mean, it would need to be uh, obviously a completely different episode where the same kind of setup where Homer becomes the new assistant. And Homer is jerk ass Homer, right? And, yeah, you know, basically, you just need to switch their roles in in terms of their uh, their drives and and uh, tactics. Smithers is actually like a really nice guy and just trying to do do right for Mister Burns. And Homer, once he becomes assistant, is like oh, this old bag, like you uh-huh. know, s- stealing his money and like I don't know, do- <laughs> like doing horrible things. That's the only way you would be on Whalen's side. But yeah, yeah, you That's know, not happen. this uh, this episode really really flows like I, i've used that that term before um but there's nothing in this that seems unnatural like where you go oh they really shoehorn that in every single beat of it is like logical like what would happen if Wayland smithers got fired yeah you're like in your mind you as a kid you go he just do a bunch of crazy jobs well and it, it doesn't it, seem like oh it's <laughs> let's oh what if he's at a drag strip isn't that weird you're like no he would go and do that he would yeah. do anything and yeah. they foreshadow that which is just great it's it's something about the simpsons and their world building that i already we talk about a lot but you know what fuck it here it is again <laughs> i've watched that spinoff too of uh whalen working at a drag strip i would watch that spinoff that's it would, it would hilarious it would it, it would last an episode it's more of a it's more of a short film i mean you just saw it it was 27 yeah. seconds long gets, th- gets thrown somewhere so with that whole thing uh-huh. they didn't give him any information they're just like just read this they didn't like say you wanted to do a dry run or something like you just showed up right oh, yeah. before no that's 100 uh, percent on the people who run the drag drag race place <laughs> you never done an announcing before that's what they do they just they, they hand it to here's you your, here's your paper like, announce this please yeah and what, it's like oh there's a, like live is this a few thousands of people you, don't, you would assume don't think these, about it you would assume it. that these were typos like you guys repeated a bunch of words here mayhem right? mayhem <laughs> mayhem uh Okay, and then they're throwing you outside. Yeah, we'll yeah. <laughs> throw him somewhere. Mm-hmm. We don't know where he's thrown. I love That's how he true. calls them out on it, being like, "We don't have to keep hustling them like this." <laughs> Into they're the in, mic. They're in the building. <laughs> Into the mic. He says it. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny. It's great. Uh, There's a lot of great gags in this episode. Um, yeah, 
<laughs> Starting out, I mean, like in the in the first act alone, we have with the, oh, with the drag cool. racing. Yeah, uh, is is His just beer a beer really... isn't making me feel. <laughs> what does he say? Any younger yeah. or oh, yeah. funkier? Funkier. I'll switch to the tablespoon. Uh, did anyone notice what the drag cars were for? Uh, I did. did I wrote you find them down. The internet? Get that out of here! I actually. Hey, well, t- <laughs> please tell me. No, it's fine. Don't go for it. No. No, I well, think, you know it by yeah, heart. Yeah, I think you should uh, say it. I, this is one of the the jokes that I saw on my most recent watches, because uh, now Simpsons is in HD. Uh, one is amalgamated pornography. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other one, I believe, is for Kingpin malt liquor. Yep. Laramie cigarettes. There's one for bullets that I just saw now. Car, sorry, cop stopper exploding bullets. <laughs> this is why I wanted to have it written down because I was like, that's worth talking about. <laughs> I didn't know it said cough stopper. How did they get away with that? It so wasn't it's in the background. HD. It wasn't an HD. So they <laughs> a lot of shit past the censors and their sign sign in like background stuff. That's so these the, these yeah. are the things that Burns Burns is involved with these things and he's getting them to oh, they sponsor have a car. the drag thing. The 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 nuclear plant has a car, right? Oh, okay. So it's oh, not yeah. just it's it's all the terrible things in the yeah. world. It's the stuff uh, the that the Fox Network is is one as well. Whoa. That's the joke. Right. Look at all of these yeah. things. Look at these horrible things. And, <laughs> and also Fox. Also Fox is in there too. And it's like, Cold you like, why didn't we listen? <laughs> Greg, Greg, they sit, were, Greg, sit down. They yeah, were Greg, saying please. it for decades. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Greg is pacing the floor. You're, you're evil. Greg. This world is fucking <laughs> Don't take your anger out on me, Greg. Mr. Ah! Wilson. Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson, no. <laughs> He's climbing out the window? Man. Oh. All right, well, <laughs> anyway. Uh, this episode has a, a very straight A plot, no B plot. Oh, we're um, talking about writing. I'm back. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> you, wow, you crawled back in really quick. Yep. Yeah. These windows are fire safe. That's right. Uh, <laughs> and they're really not. Shh. <laughs> This is a death <laughs> trap down here. Don't get me, don't get me evicted. Um, you know what Radon is? <laughs> good night. Good night. <laughs> well, good night. Um, yeah, very straight A plot. Uh, that's why, you know, like the uh, the family doesn't really have much to Yeah, do. guys, what's the B plot? There isn't one. <laughs> there isn't one. It's Which great. Which is why it's great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've talked about this before, but usually some of our favorite episodes are ones that have just an A plot. Mm-hmm. Because then, the, yeah, the writing is very solid because A goes to B and C. Or and the B plot is intrinsically linked to linked the to A, a plot. plot. So that there's some kind of wrap up in the end. Yeah. When they have a B plot that is completely irrelevant and then you know they call it out in the episode with Lincoln's gold. That doesn't work. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. It is. It's fucking stupid. Which one's Lincoln's gold? Uh, when Lisa becomes president, it's one yeah, of the... Bart f- to the future. Yeah, Bart to the future. Thank oh, you. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Homer and Marge are looking for Lincoln's gold, no. and they they call it out in the episode like, ah, oh, this had nothing to do with uh, the you know series in decline, terrible. Or was it? Uh, no, that's not the fortune teller. Fortune teller is the Lisa's wedding one. Yeah, yeah. What's the reason they're seeing the future in in parts of the future? Do you Good remember? God, I don't remember. I feel like there's a there's a like a <laughs> a wraparound, you know, like it's, a, yeah, there definitely a is. Framing I, device. I don't know and if they, it's they say or not in the episode. They're like, why why was there that weird side story about? Uh, Marge and Homer looking for Lincoln's gold, and I was like, "That's ugh, calling it out doesn't make it better." <laughs> so the so the fans know that oh, we're self aware. Oh God, I yeah. just realized what the wraparound was. What is it, guys? They're at a Native American casino. Oh right, right. that's the one. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> oh God, 
Oh, and there's jokes about like the names yeah. of the Native Americans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy talk. That's yeah. my brother. Crazy oh, talk. Right, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Terrible episode. God, what season is that in? Uh, eleven. Hopefully. Thank God. <laughs> I was gonna say seven just to make you angry. Like, no. Christ, I hope it's out of ours. <laughs> if you'd like us to cover that episode, vote for it on the Patreon. That's right. That's right. We uh, we are listening. Uh-huh. We are taking suggestions. Speaking of Patreon, uh-huh. yeah. one of the things I almost made for you guys yeah, uh, in the BBQ in the BBBQ yeah. was supposed to be like breakfast kebabs. Oh, yeah. Like Homer yeah. made. Yeah. Uh, it, no, it doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> oh, you the, smash your oh, microwave and try and uh, you cook it that the, way. Could you do it? my microwave. Could but. you have done it with hard-boiled eggs? <laughs> yes. yes. That was, that was, yeah, that would work. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the one that works. Mm. Or just yeah. light cereal on fire. But I love how but he just he just shoves on. the eggs on. That's funny. It's very funny. That's a really uh that would have been fun. Um that would have been real but funny. But I mean, we already had the it breakfast burger. Yeah, and it was, yeah. yeah. So I don't have too much uh, I don't have too much for breakfast. Breakfast. <laughs> you know. I like that he goes and gets some ethnic food though. Like donuts. donuts. Yeah. Donuts. And donuts are from Lard Lad. Yeah. Right? And the coffee's from the country. <laughs> what? Stop it. <laughs> Coffee's from the Quickie Mart. Coffee's from the Quickie Mart. So yeah. he made two different trips. Yeah, he cares. <laughs> he clearly. I'm sure Lardlad sells coffee. I'm Why sure they he... do. He probably thinks that they're not good. He probably went to the Quickie Mart because it's like uh, Apu will give me good coffee. Or do you think he went to Quickie Mart first and he's like, I don't have any donuts today or something? So he's like, oh, I gotta go. To- that might have been more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that might have been it. Yeah. That's that's more likely. Oh, he tries so hard. He does. I really. Homer's just such a nice guy in this. Like, even though he like he. <laughs> thought he killed mr burns i mean i, I love his reaction it's a, to it's it a fair so much thought. because that's what anyone he would do punched if, an if 100 and however old if man you punch a 104 year old man you're not going to be like oh okay well let me just pick you up yeah like, no, oh, you're you'll, fine right yeah you're just, like, oh you're no gonna, he's gone you're gonna leave you will leave the premises you will run and marge has the most homer-esque uh response like he might even rehire you if he's alive oh. like <laughs> <laughs> and she She's oh you're you hit the nail right on the head. She <laughs> totally right. takes place with uh, with Homer in so this. It's kind of like what is it? Dog, cat, mouse. Mm-hmm. So it should go Smithers, Homer, Marge, but they've all moved. Okay. So Homer is what? Homer the Smithers, Marge the Homer. Okay. You following me here? I do. And if you're at the top, and if you're at the top. You have to go back to the bottom. So Mr. Burns becomes the new Maggie. <laughs> He's like a baby. All right. Uh, well, he lost that's, me. That's, I, I, I see it. All okay, right. just stick with the first part then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Homer is the Smithers. <laughs> Marge is the Homer. Which one's Poochie? <laughs> Bart. Bart. Bart is Poochie. <laughs> Bart's Poochie in this episode. Uh, Bart doesn't do much in this no, episode. No, he doesn't. He doesn't at all. Just like the last episode. Was it the last one? I- Iconoclast? The Iconoclast? Yeah, he doesn't yeah. do much except sit in a parade float. That's true. Yeah, and in, in that one, he yeah. had the Bart the Fink episode, and he's been relegated to the sidelines. Well, ever I since. mean, he's had a, like it was a big episode for him. It was, yeah. You know, it's time to time to give Nancy He'll a, a big break. one next time, though. Uh, what's our next one? Day the violence died. Oh, mm. oh, Chester, Chester J. Lampwick. That's right. I uh, tease for next time. Do love their character names. Sure. Just <laughs> just love Simpsons one off character names. They're they're just they're great. Yeah. Hap, hap, a blap. <laughs> Every time I watch that episode, I think of how much you like that. 
this uh, this episode, if I could bring us onto the subject of jokes. Yeah, some, of some course. Jokes. We jokes love talking about them. jokes. There's so many subtle ones that. Yeah, you were saying that you you noticed some that you had never noticed before. Yeah, so it was about a couple years ago. Okay. Where I think I was I was actually watching it upstairs. Mm-hmm. The scene, and I don't know why it never clicked with me, where Homer goes in and goes, uh, "Did you get those environmental reports, <laughs> Mr. Burns?" <laughs> Already taken care of, he shreds them, which is funny in and of itself, and then he throws it out the window. Yeah. <laughs> while laughing, <laughs> it's very funny. It's incredibly funny. Like that's one of my that's probably one of my top Simpsons jokes of all time of all time. Uh, another one that I really like, uh, not on this level, but it's it's right up there. Yeah. Is where. Uh, oh wait, sorry. I just wanted to say Homer's in on it. Cause yeah, he the, says, "Do you want me to shred those yeah. reports for you?" He yeah. comes in and says, "Do you want yeah. me to shred them? Not do you want me to get them? Do you want me to shred, shred them?" Which goes, means yeah. he's already like, in on it, which is to me funnier. Yeah, like it's and a normal the, routine. It's not yeah. just like uh, is doing it. This is uh, a one-off thing. It's yeah, like, it's like no, this is the normal uh, thing. You that he shred, does. you shred yeah. those environmental reports, and then, and you, then you, the you litter. You throw <laughs> it out the window, out the closest window. Another thing too is where he finds Mister Burns breathing heavily, walks up to him. And uh, he goes, let me put some salt on that eye. Yeah, that's what he thinks. Like taking care right. of, like oh, if you have an owie, just put salt on it. That's why his kids get taken away from him. That's why he's a bad guy. There's a lot of reasons. <laughs> let me put some salt on that eye. Put some salt on it. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I never thought about that before. All he's got to say though is, let's stop the fussing and the feuding. I love you, Pop. <laughs> I love you, <laughs> much, <laughs> much like, uh, much like that moment in that particular episode i do not enjoy the way uh this episode wraps up i really i think the I, yeah i think the uh the way that him falling out the window yeah or... not i don't care okay. for it okay i don't i yeah i don't care for it uh it's... do you have yeah. a pitch for how to get them back to status quo that isn't him falling out the window and being uh you know un- unreliant again mm. You know what? I don't think I do. Okay. Because no, I was just wondering if maybe yeah. because seeing him, because the the getting back to status quo really shines a light on just how much I don't like this 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 kind of relationship. Right. And it's like ah, uh, to me, it's just the it's it's the it's the example. Like I I I've come back to this a couple of times. I find in our in our rewatch where I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of wish they would just break the elastic. For a little bit sure. longer than an episode at a time, I just I kind of wish they would allow themselves to be affected a little bit because it's season seven, yeah. you know. Like you're. Th- when would you say is the first time they really they truly did that? Is it Maud's death? Truly broke the elastic. Yeah. Um, that's the first time I can think of off the top of my head. Like, there's other little things. I mean, there's continuity. That, yeah. they, that they bring up, like yeah. especially with Barton Krusty and Sideshow Bob, yeah. like that whole you know where they're always like, oh yeah, I remember last time when Blank happened, but it always you in know, this always episode goes back as well. Uh, they talk about right. how everything every... that happens to you revolves around the Simpsons. Of some I way. hate that. That's the <laughs> I, I actually really like that joke. Like. Uh, so that sort of thing, like Ife says, like I don't know, I don't, I don't know if I hate that joke. I think I'm fine. I with think it's it. like well, it's it's one of those lampshades that I like. Yeah. When it's like this is a sitcom, and we acknowledge that it's a sitcom, and but it's not it's not saying I don't know like for some reason just like because he kind of offhandedly says it, and it's less of a like, uh, 
let's really like bring to light the fact that yeah, everything in the show always revolves revolves around the family because that's the the nature of the the sitcom format. Yeah, it's just like just kind of matter of factly saying like yeah, it's it's weird how that happened. That always happens, and also I think the fact that Burns always forgets. Yeah, and that's like a running joke with him. Um, it just it works for me. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> or like one of the things that I would maybe. But like they're they're so they're such writers in in the Simpsons writers room. They are such writers, and they 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 always, and I guess we can thank them for that. <clears throat> they always feel the need to tell their story in a three act structure that wraps up at the end. And you know now, yeah, like that's great. That's called good writing. But <laughs> at some point in time, a little show called South Park premiered. And in the first original seasons of South Park, there were episodes upon episodes that just ended without like any resolution with like, like a complete break that you would think would carry on into the next one. And it doesn't yeah, at all. Well, that was kind of their modus operandi. Yeah. That was kind of the whole Kenny thing. Yeah. That's kind of their drawing attention to that, which is, which I thought funny. Okay. But I was really hoping at some point in The Simpsons' life they would do something as audacious as what South Park has done with their time on the air, which is go fully serialized, even if it's a disaster. Yeah. You know? That's fair, yeah. Because... I I did did not like the serialized run of South Park that I think they're still doing. No, not really. Okay. They kind of really. gave up on it, though. Yeah, yeah. they did. They did kind of give they, up. They on gave it. up on it completely because they actually started to write the episodes uh, in anticipation for right. one big thing that happened in November of 2016, and then they oh. they they scrapped it. What happened they, then? Uh, we <laughs> lots of things. I actually got a parking <laughs> ticket. Oh, that's, cool. That's, that's why I uh, wrote them about it. But uh, yeah, they they released even some some back. press. Of what they wanted to write, and they yeah. had to go up there like scrap it all. We can't like. We, I mean, yeah, like it. that's that's a classic, <laughs> classic, uh, hilarious example to me because mm-hmm. that episode is called "The First Gentleman," um, right? Yeah, and it was supposed to be about uh, Bill Clinton, right? Because he was going to be the first first gentleman because right. we have would have our first female president, and then that didn't happen. So they're like, oh, oh. they changed so they, cha- they changed the name of that episode to OGs. They did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because they messed up. Well, geez, and then. <laughs> Got rid of all of the content, but they still had like Bill Clinton in the episode, and like there's all this stuff clearly left over from the original plan. Right, it's hilarious, but it didn't make any sense though. No, yeah. it makes no sense. But my point is, yes, yes. they've had thirty years mm-hmm. to, to do something yeah. as audacious as that, and whether you like what they did in South Park or not, you really have to admit that's a way to breathe life into a two-decade-old show. Now, I will say, counter-argument, I think that Simpsons has tried to do that. Okay. With a couple episodes, and I think it's been a disaster. I haven't watched them, but Camp Crustier is a big gamble on their part. Basically do a sequel to a classic episode. Oh, no. Right, yeah. Did you know about this? No. I did know about this. They released an episode called Camp Crustier. It more or less ignores continuity past the Camp Krusty episode. Like, stuff that just exists in the universe is still the same. But they basically have the summer after they went to Camp Krusty be the plot of that particular episode. So mm. they go back to Camp Krusty again. And it's in a, like a quote-unquote sequel to that episode. 
in like season 29 or some shit, which is like bananas. Cause it's like, <laughs> and uh, I, I, I think also like some of the stuff they, so let, let me, let me be, be clear here. I don't like any of these things they've done, Yeah, but I think that they have been trying to make things a little more interesting or like try something new and it usually fails. So they're just like, well, just, just keep doing the same thing then. I don't know. And I think if they would allow themselves to fail and just keep doing it, you might find something yeah. in there. And like, so you've been failing up <laughs> for 20 years. Fail up, You're stupid. You're failing, Simpsons. <laughs> What's it with you and failing? Like, they've been failing to hit that watermark it's hard. for longer than they've been around. So, like, they're not even really the same show anymore. So why not? give it a go why not just give it a go keep doing audacious things like that like i will hate that episode <laughs> i know it yeah. when i watch it i will hate it but i will respect it for trying something trying something i also uh i guess to kind of bring back to this episode a bit um i wonder what your guys thoughts are on because i feel uh, in terms of stakes in any kind of format stakes are always viewed by most people as death Right, like death is the only stake to, and so that's why you know you watch something like Captain Marvel, for example, um, and people will say, "Oh, this is a prequel to you know the current Marvel Cinematic Universe, so there's no stakes because I know Sam Jackson isn't going to die and like stuff like that." And you're like, "That's not what stakes are always about. It's not always just death." And uh, to my point of the only major shift in the first major shift in the show being Maud's death, like would it be interesting? Uh, the other major one I can think of that I think ties with this thought is Barney going sober. Ah, yeah, right. right? Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be interesting if they had continuity, like in this episode of maybe Burns and Smithers are not together anymore, mm -hmm. you know, and that remains constant. Yeah. Like, would that be an interesting thing to do? Like, uh, there's very <laughs> little you can do with the fam the core family, I think, but the ancillary characters, if you like, you know, get Apu fired from the Quickie Mart for good, not just yeah. in one episode, you know, yeah. that you, kind of thing. You've touched on something very interesting there, because I would actually watch that. Yeah. Like episodes where Smithers becomes this different character. Yep. Do you know who he would be? He would be Gil. Oh, yeah. He would just be oh, Gil. he totally. would be yeah. Gil. He would just, oh, that would geez. be it. Gotta gotta do the announcements at the drag race. The way you pitched that, I really enjoyed. Yeah, I'd watch. I yeah. really enjoyed that because you said the you said the most important thing, which was the family remains the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and everyone they are the constant. They are the thing that throws a wrench into everyone's gears. Right. Yeah. Which is like that means the family themselves don't really have much stakes. However, everyone around them does, and. I think that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Another thought. Al Jean's not listening. No. But. Oh, but he will. If he was. Sound like a threat. <laughs> oh. What was your other thing? <laughs> well, and the, the other thought I had uh, in that same vein is the idea of the characters aging. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, that's something that always kind of bugs me about The Simpsons in general. And I'm not entirely sure how I would enjoy seeing, you know, like a teenage Bart an adult Bart, like all that kind of stuff. We get glimpses of it in the flash forward episodes, which are usually garbage, but like to see that, to see that progression. Yeah. Um, like, is that something you think you would have, you would have liked from this show? 
I, the thing is, like, at the time, during the golden years, absolutely not for me, right? Yeah, like, no. I'd say, no, like, just keep them... But, but also, I wouldn't have expected them to be going for 30 years. Yeah. So I almost feel like at some point, they, in my opinion, should have started aging them. Every year, just be like, all right, it's, everyone's a year older. And that's how we're going to keep things fresh in the, in, the, in the universe. Because otherwise, it gets stagnant like it has. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a, a good way to do it. But then, like you don't know like after after like 10 years of having of being the same you know i think one of the problems with aging them slowly would be eventually a like a, a a very important character not a mod would die and the simpsons does not do death well cuz they would actually have to do it seriously but in my observation of the simpsons they do not do serious deaths well they always have uh, to make light. They always have to make light of it. I have not seen them do one properly. I mean, I think the best example, and I know it's not an episode we enjoy, but is the Bleeding Gums Murphy. Right, but then you know if she starts singing jazz man, and then you, you turn <laughs> the volume down. I, I and, agree, yeah, the yeah. ending is not great, but I think that moment mm. of her having to deal with that death, I think, mm. is very well handled. Sure, and I think, I don't know, I, I I'm, I'm the kind of person who likes. A lot of, uh, not a lot of. Uh, I like the occasional emotional beat uh, in my comedy shows. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I think when it's done well, it's done very well. Right. And it, I, I, I don't, I don't agree with the idea that if it's a comedy show, it needs to always just be funny. Like I think you can, you can touch on because I mean, humor is just truth, right? Mm. And just touching on uh, truth in something that maybe isn't funny can be very powerful and very meaningful for me. Sure. And so, I don't know. I guess, again, this is all very hypothetical, but I feel like, for me, if I would have wanted to continue watching the show after it started to dive in terms of quality, in my opinion, uh, that would have, like, a serialized... uh, Not even serialized. like Not even, like, the South Park thing of, like, continuing stories every episode, but just having the characters grow and change more often Mm -hmm. so that there's not a stagnation of the same old shit, but the world around them changing. And that's the thing that I find the most difficult to deal with in zombie Simpsons is technology, et cetera. And like our current world all evolving and changing, but them all staying the same age. Well, we still have this. Yeah. And we like, I think having Milhouse know what pogs are and also know what (laughs) iPhones are is fucking weird. Yeah. (laughs) And I think the big, for me, the big problem with accepting Simpsons moving throughout time through decades, specifically the 90s, is that Bart doesn't change. Right. Is that he's still a 90s kid. Mm -hmm. He's so 90s that when I watch a new episode, I'm like, fuck you. (laughs) Every single time. He just seems out of place. Yeah, Bart is my least favorite character of every single episode past season 10 we are in outside of complete agreement i kind of i kind of extrapolate that a little bit more both ways but i yeah you got my vote outside we know know you don't like him in the end of the show right but but we've been on record that we like him in the golden years because uh he's still i think in in his own time yeah sense right he he's a he's a product of the skateboarding yes because (laughs) because in the 90s that was the cool thing to do yeah skateboarding now you're like what are you doing mm-hmm. if you're a child? If otherwise, it's like you're a professional, you know. I don't know. Skateboarding and 
you know, hitting packs of mustard with a, a hammer. Jingle bells. It's just, it's so... I see you've played it before. <laughs> it's so, he's, he's just so quaint mm. and so of a time. He is, Homer, Homer's a timeless character. Homer's a timeless character he's because an he's an adult and he's a working class man. Yeah. Marge. Marge is a timeless character. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, fa- a family woman who just cares about her family yes. and wants to keep things straight. Lisa is the most adaptable. Very. Because yeah. she can be the voice of the writer's room. Right. Well, and her her personality, her ideas are always about social, uh, current social states. Yeah. Right? And just being a wet blanket a lot of the time. To well, bring yeah. it back to this episode a bit, Burns is exceedingly adaptable because big money Never changes. I was going to use Grandpa as another one. Just there's always old people yeah. who are out of touch. <laughs> true, yeah. yeah, for real. But like, if they had leaned into Bart and said, "Let's even let's make Bart kind of a parody, where we address it," like you're lame, you know. <laughs> I think one of the times where they did it was where he started doing the Bartman. I think it was in a later episode. That is so 1991. That's so 1991. That well, is Crimson so, Simpson Tide. Okay, that is episode. Well, I, I'm, season, I was going to say, yeah. I don't know, I don't care. Season nine. Uh, season nine, I think. Season nine, yeah. Season. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a. It's actually a brilliant season. No, nope, it's terrible. We're gonna get to it soon. <laughs> uh, Summer four foot two. Yep. is I think the the great example mm. of that where he's like you know skateboarding and like doing catchphrases and stuff and they're like who the hell is that like uh, why is he trying so hard and that's when you're you're like oh yeah like Bart isn't cool yeah <laughs> and no one really thinks he's cool he just is kind of a, a little shit that is like a 10 year old kid who doesn't like know better, doesn't know how to actually be a human being yet. So he's like, yeah, I don't know, I'll skateboard and do what I want. And then sometimes I get in trouble and sometimes I don't. So why do I need to be a good kid? And there's like this sweet spot in there for me of that self-reflection. And it is at the, it is around eight and nine yeah. seasons, eight and nine. And then <laughs> eight, I agree. Yeah. And then 10 rolls around and we all know how much 10 sucks. Yeah. 10 is one of the worst seasons of television. <laughs> but I think that the reason why uh, I... Why are gravi- we doing 10? Uh, what's going to happen? Say this. I, it's a nice round number. Uh, yeah. I gravitate towards Bart yeah. because I do see myself in him as a child where I didn't know what was right and what was wrong and I would do shit and get in trouble and then that was my learning moment, you know, and like yeah. things like that. And that's why I really appreciate having Bart... As the piece of shit that I know you can't stand, Ife, but like seeing him smash mustard with a hammer, <laughs> yeah, and then them funny. say, and then the, well, and then them say like, why are you doing that? He's like, I don't know, and I'm like, yeah, I get that. Like I've did shit where like at, when someone's like actually like like focus on what you just did and like think about it. Why did you do it? And you're like, I have no idea. It's really stupid of me. I'm just, and then like <laughs> you never do that again. And it's that that's what what when you get those moments, especially uh, the actual heartfelt moments where you know he he. Uh, talks like um, Marge be not proud uh, when he does the nice thing for his mom after he's a fucking thief Um, you know things like that are what I think make those moments more effective because if he was just a model child and he did something like that you'd be like yeah of course yeah it's not fun that's what he does like but the fact that he is kind of a garbage kid when those moments do happen they're that more that much more effective for me sure yeah I absolutely agree with you yeah I I agree with you completely in all of the golden years, right, and then zomb- zombie season, it I I don't think they push for that as much. They just they're just no. like, oh, Bart is the the miscreant. Like, let's just let have him do something shitty. Like, do you they see don't have how a learning hard moment they work to do that in the movie? 
I mean, they being work, more, like mischievous. Or? They work so hard yeah. to give him those those moments, those those like the the emotional moments right. that 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 are from this, the the golden yes, years. Yes, yes, they yeah. work so hard, but they miss the mark every time with with Bart in in the in the Simpsons movie. It is really bad. But uh, yeah, and that's true. But you know what? Do you know what they do show with Bart in that? In that What's movie? that? His little dick. That's right. Yeah, his little peen. <laughs> I was getting ready he to like, so I was getting ready to hear something <laughs> profound. I'm just like maybe I do something I missed. And no genitalia. Could have missed it's that. It's baffling to me that that's a thing that exists. <laughs> no one talks about just it. Why it did they sh- why <laughs> did they show Bart's penis in the movie? Someone thought that's a good idea and then somebody greenlit that. And then someone's like, "Yeah, it'll be That'll be great. I saw it in theaters, and I and I was like, what? "Oh, like, well, well, I was like, oh, this is kind of funny. Like, he's naked, and they're they're doing the like uh, things are covering it. And then there's that moment where it shows it, and it, like the soundtrack cuts out, and it's like supposed to be like, ta da! And I'm just like, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Oh, please stop! Why did you? Can I tell you something? He's ten years old. <laughs> Theater I went to to see that movie. Uh huh. Fucking loved it. I think huh. mine did too, to be honest. Like they I think I remember like everyone howling with laughter, died. but I was yeah. c- so confused. <laughs> that <laughs> yes for a refund. Was that like, <laughs> what's that going bit on here? Killed. That bit almost killed almost as much as Spider Pig. Oh, I hate Spider Pig. Audiences are dumb. Homer giving the middle finger, I think, was Yeah, that's great. That that works. Yeah. Yeah. And by what I mean by that is an audience member is smart. Audience members, uh, audiences are dumb. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, you know, like a person is mob smart. mentality. Yeah, people are dumb, unruly animals. Yeah, but a person is, mm, but a person smart. is very smart. Yes, thank you very much. Welcome to Earth. Right, uh, that same movie. Yep, no? same, yeah. movie. same movie. Oh, there's a really great reference to Independence Day in fucking Captain Marvel. The is there? Yeah, the the whole uh, shootout in the in in the in the caverns with the with the alien ship. Okay. It's basically exactly from Independence Day. It's the exact okay, same cool. scene. That's, that's wild. Yeah. Swiggy wild. Yeah. <laughs> Jim West. Desperado. Uh, <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Stop it. Sin City. Okay. <laughs> I hate you. Robert Rodriguez died. I know. <laughs> I understand. Uh, anything else we want to talk about this episode? Even. Anything you want to draw attention to? Draw attention to the Barney guarding job. <laughs> Went on just a little bit too long. If it was just the clock striking midnight, and then Mo was like, oh my god, and it just cut out, I would laugh so hard. That's or, fair. Or yeah. if it was just like a brief interaction and a gunshot, you don't know what happened. I feel like, like it's a cut for time joke, too. I think yeah, it's I a think they, they just tried to stretch it out a little bit. Um, like this is something that like uh, and like you got to win him back and then like right. it, and then it would then it would cut mm-hmm. and if this was syndication right right or maybe it would even go to uh, the full clock strikes true in syndication but I don't think I've seen that full joke played out in a while maybe it's because I don't what do we watch think happened in that uh, I think he killed the delivery man stabbed him in the heart with a bottle if, definitely he, seems like he'd it because him if he was lucky he he didn't live well <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Jesus. he's young he'll walk again and that's how you edit a video him if he's lucky that's how you, you edit a video because there's just silence after <laughs> so it's just like if ah. if he was alive he'd be making sounds anyway um barney's a murderer so, so that's <laughs> what hashtag we're barney's here. killer yeah there's something else that i i noticed with this homer thinks he's great at impressions 
Has anyone noticed this? Like the I am Mr. Burns at the post office. You could tell he was just like, I've got this. Like I, I do an impression here and there. I'm like, I'm a regular rich I mean, yeah, little. Like anytime he's doing a quote unquote impression, mm. it's horrible. He, he but he's, he's so he he's he's so confident. When he did his whole comedy routine uh, at Mr. Burns's, uh, are you ready to yeah. laugh? <laughs> Shut up, you awful, awful, bad. awful little bad. poor poor dog. Yeah, he thinks he's great. Destroy him. <laughs> he thinks he's he thinks he's fantastic. Uh, uh, did you guys notice what the junior jumble is? No, it's nonsense. <laughs> it doesn't work. No. Uh, so the there's uh, the th- uh, five words I want to say. He does uh, the four, junior four. jumble. <laughs> yeah, like for kids. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Good job, Burnsy. The first the first word is O D G, which is dog or god. Uh, the next one is E H T, so it's got to be the. Uh, the next one is T-I, so it. It. And then the last one is E-H, which is he. So like, okay, sure. I guess the junior jumble is just for weird words, but then it has circled letters, and the idea oh. is the circled letters is what you need to you know, unscramble at the end. Uh-huh. Those circled letters are G-E-T-H or D-E-T-H, both of which don't spell words. Hmm. <laughs> Unless it's death or geth. That we know of. We know. Who knows? You know, maybe they're Cromwellian words in this universe. Could be Elvish. Yeah, you know, like Quenya or Sundarin. <laughs> no, I'm familiar with Elvish. <laughs> but which familiar one? with the works of J.R.R. Tolkien? Which, which, which one? Though all of them, they're having a party. But Sundarin, or Quenya, Stop or it. maybe the language of the dwarves, perhaps. So Ife, I don't know what's going. I, on. Yeah, <laughs> Ife, I'm right there with you. Um, reference desk (laughs) (laughs) can we talk about how this is the moment where smithers became flanderized oh okay sure because all of the references to his homosexuality have been uh very subtle like the point (laughs) some of them okay hold on most of some of them have been subtle some of them have not been but this is the one where they tried to make it like not overt, but well, to make it the uh, alarm. Yes, go. Sorry, I was just gonna say I, I I agree with you, but I think it's it's not his. Before this, it was like the writers have said, Burns sexual. Right. He was attracted to Mr. Burns. That was accepted. Mm. His homosexuality, like just being an actual gay man, was never really uh, brought to the forefront until this episode. I would say. And is it even where, brought where, to the forefront? Where it became the butt of the joke. It's 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 made a bit more overt. Yeah. Only with the the club that he's at. Yeah. Like they could have the kept only... it at that, you know. But then they just kept going. Yeah. They kept, and even he was wearing a Hawaiian shirt when he comes Except into the office. Animal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the two guys that is wear there, those. Is there a stereotype they're playing on that I'm not aware of with the pineapples? That's what. Yeah. That's I, what. That's I a joke. I thought they're just delicious. Delicious things to eat. All right. Uh, yeah. Th- no, I'm right there with you. I wasn't sure if that was like supposed to be a, a gay thing or if it was just he he was at a tropical place and it's funny because he took all pineapples. He back. brought home a bunch of pineapples. Yeah. Like you can't I, do that in real life. You can't, you know. No. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> um. Actually, those would get confiscated if you tried to cross a border oh, with yeah, them. They'd beat you. Beat you horribly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right, guys. <laughs> right, guys. That's what happened to me. Um. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I had too much else uh, as normal notes, so let's do the reference Let's test. do it. Let's go. Also, there's very little references in this yes, episode. Yes, there is. Uh, uh, she references Little Rascals. Sure does. Mm. Uh, it doesn't start until six. 
Um, He's taping it. FedEx? (laughs) I'm stretching. Is the... uh, I feel like the punch of Burns and him falling to the ground and the overhead shot Mm. of him on the ground is a Hitchcock of some kind. That's kind of where my mind went just in terms of visual style. I couldn't find a official like, thing but i think if anything yeah like they probably were going for a hitchhawk <laughs> hitchcock-esque mm-hmm. ham um, <laughs> hamhock hamlock <laughs> chris hemsworth and uh nailed it <laughs> but yeah i don't know if there was a specific movie or just like his style in general but right that's that's the feeling i got for sure right um the frankie goes to hollywood song relax oh, yeah. don't do it is playing at the club I love that song. Which is uh, infamously banned, or was infamously banned for a lot of radio stations and stuff because it was overtly sexual. Really? Yep. You gotta be covertly sexual. At the time. That's where the money is. <laughs> At the time they were saying they were saying like, no, it's just about like being a good person and feeling good or whatever. And then like later on they're like, nah, it was about shagging. We, we always knew. Of course they always do. They wrote it. I know, but it's just funny that they're, they're like trying to pretend it's something else. They're and being later these on, they're just coy like, nah, little divas. Yeah, of course. It's about fucking. It's about being a good person. Did you say? I can't. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. <laughs> it's about yeah, relaxing about, and being a good person. <laughs> I mean, that's the perfect way to like disguise your song. If anyone's yeah. like, "Is that about sex?" It's like, no, it's about being a good, good person. person. You're like, no, I can't argue with that. Yeah. It's about helping your neighbors. <laughs> well, if we don't, if we ban it, then we look like the jerks now. Um, <laughs> you don't want to look like jerks, do you? <laughs> um, when is Homer's phobia? Is that next season? Yeah, okay. season eight. How many guys are doing this season? I don't know anything about the seasons, Alan. That's your department Thank and you. yours. Hey, I just well, I just looked at my upcoming list for this the rest of the season and I didn't mm-hmm. see it and I thought it was this season, but you know what Homer's real phobia eight. is? What's that? Sock puppets. That's right. <laughs> I was worried you were gonna go something terrible. What do you think I was gonna say? I don't know. Can <laughs> can, can, when you when you tee it up like that, it's terrifying because <laughs> you don't know what the, <laughs> the next line's gonna be. I like. Hey, that. you know what uh, Homer's real phobia is? It's like what? <laughs> um, He's anyway, write down uh, his inappropriate joke. Oh boy. Oh, there you go. Yeah, good. Nice. Something I won't say on air. <laughs> Listeners, try and guess what it was. Um, <laughs> this is very good radio. Yeah, post them. That's oh, a real thing. Yep. Yeah. My yeah, I used to, I used to have post them. You used to eat it? Yeah. You don't eat it. You drink it. This is like the tripe. Okay, this is like the tripe debacle clod? where I was just like, of yeah. Course. I hold on, because it. my research says that there it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> that yeah. it hasn't existed. Maybe my parents though. gave me old post them. I don't know. Does it go bad? If it did, Maybe I don't, I don't know. Maybe they stocked up on Postum. Yeah. We were what people. is it? Tell me what it is. It's like a drink. It's like it's yeah. like a sludge. I don't call it like a sludge, <laughs> but it's like a like consider it like a, a like a coffee the way you would you right. know, make a Postum. Yeah, it was it was trying to be like a, a a new coffee type drink. Oh, from Post, like the the Yeah. The Clearly that post. went well. Yeah. Oi. <laughs> Any more? Uh Clockwork Orange. That's how we end. Oh, at the end. Yeah. That is that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I didn't even realize that. I believe the. Oh uh, God! It totally is. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's when he's in bed at the Learn end of yeah. the movie Clockwork Orange, and they're feeding him, and because yeah. he do, he actually does that. Like that's you mm-hmm. know he's talking, and then he has a, a, a pause in the middle of a sentence where he opens his mouth yeah. and he feeds him, and he continues talking. Yeah. So that's, that's why he does the whole self relight. Int. That's such a Kubrick moment. Mm. That's so yep. ridiculous. That movie is crazy. That movie is excellent. I it's crazy. think that movie is crazy, <laughs> fucked up, and yeah. very good. I mean, yeah, you gotta be. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I love that movie. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's for another Same another day, night. another time. Um, favorite joke? I have two. All right, Ife, go first. I want Alan to go first. All right, two. All right. Um, so the first one. Okay, so usually when I choose my favorite jokes, I <clears throat> I choose it while watching the episode. I don't try and like pre-plan. Yeah. Like think, oh, I remember this joke in this episode, and I I need to make that my favorite joke. Yeah. Um, but this time, as soon as the as soon as the episode started and I realized what joke was in it, I wrote it down. But then another joke came up that kind of like pushed it. Up. So that's why I have two. I'm okay. just <laughs> explaining why. But there's two I really want to mention. So the one that I remembered beforehand is Where Are You Throwing Me? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's such a, and I've talked about this before, it's a very like Harry Shearer relic of radio play, radio oh, dramas, yeah. radio plays, <laughs> where your characters have to explain what they're doing. Or what is happening to them because yeah. it's radio, and so you know. Oh, down I go. <laughs> yeah, down I go is one of my favorite things, yeah. and it's from radio. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just I just love the idea of Smithers <laughs> suddenly being grabbed and thrown, and him narrating this to the microphone, like "Let go of me! Where are you throwing me?" Like he like, <laughs> just think about it. It's very, it's very funny. <laughs> That's great. If he's being thrown. Mm-hmm. He can't say where you're throwing me as he's being thrown. So he anticipated <laughs> that they were going to throw him That's somewhere. That's not how I interpreted it. <laughs> That's not how I interpreted it at all. How did you interpret it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, just, he's, just, he's just saying it loudly and the mic picks up on it. Where are you throwing me? Right. The alley. But like if he was being thrown while he's saying that, it would be like, where are you throwing me? Either way is funny. Yeah. I like them both. I think it's funny. I like your scenario. It's (laughs) a funny scenario. (laughs) That is funny, though. Uh, My favorite joke, though, is Smithers searching the database for incompetent. Mm. (laughs) And it's everyone. Wait, so do they only have, do they have only 714 employees? That's my guess. (laughs) Because I was rewatching this, and I thought it'd be funnier if the number went up after he added more or less criteria. <laughs> right, right. That would be funny too. Like it just went up by one. But I like. I just love the. <laughs> Again, it's playing with expectations and how you know you type in a keyword seven fourteen matches. Like, oh, I need to narrow it down, and so you expect less than that. The fact that it's exactly the same number, I think, is just brilliant because mm-hmm. then he's just like, ah, oh, nuts to this. But just the not only that, but also monstrously ugly. <laughs> <laughs> that as a descriptor not only that he thought to think of that specific like not just ugly monstrously ugly and the fact that that is apparently a keyword for all of their employees it's so funny that they write down in their evaluations yeah. which then oh. get digitized it's- this is, actually, remember, this is the best remember, episode ever. Do you remember all the descriptors, Ife, uh, off the top of your head? I, I think it I was wait, oh, incompetent, then yep. dim-witted, uh-huh. lazy, <laughs> monstrously ugly. I want to double-check if there's more. Um, but what's your favorite joke while I do that? Uh, oh, man, I have a couple. Now, my knee-jerk reaction would be the throwing of the environmental reports out the window. That's, yeah. That is very, very good. Uh, okay. Incompetent. Mm-hmm. 714 matches found. Mm. Uh, lazy, mm-hmm. clumsy. Oh, I didn't get clumsy. Dim-witted, mm-hmm. monstrously <laughs> ugly. <laughs> it's great. Sorry. Um, man, there's so many good ones. This is a great episode. The call, making the call to Mr. Burns, where Homer picks up the phone, says, "I'm going to transfer a call to you," <laughs> and he's trying so hard, and he 
presses disconnect <sighs> and he doubles down and does this and oh, Smithers is losing his mind like no, no don't, don't do this. don't do this like you're, you're going to destroy me <laughs> and he does it he does his impression and he's like giving the thumbs up mm-hmm. like yeah this this guy also, does for <laughs> I also like how Smithers like eventually is just like well it's already happened yeah, so he's like okay well she's old uh, so to try, try to, to sound, sound more, more desiccated, desiccated. Uh, and then Burns finds him and says, "You must have put him up to this." And Smithers did, so he deserves sneaking away. Yep. He knows. He knows he's wrong. So uh, that's that's a great joke. Uh, that, that reminds me. I just want to bring this up because this is canon. Mister Burns pulled the plug on his mother when she was seventy-two years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that interesting? How you get closer to your parents in age? Hmm. No, it's just uh, like there's just there's, no, the distance Alan, is Alan. always the same. Alan. <laughs> I, it is, All it right, is, it is a wonderful <laughs> phenomenon. All right, Greg. I was right with you, Greg. Instead of no, instead sorry, of yes go and go no, 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 leave. no, no, no. Uh, because I, just, <laughs> I thought you meant like isn't it weird how you like become closer literally? Like you know when I was when I was one, my my parents were thirty. Now I'm thirty, and they're only thirty five. It's like that's not how age that's, works. Okay, no, but I, I I apologize. What did you mean? No, I mean just um, how when you grow, you mm-hmm. get much, much closer to your parents as far as like generationally goes. So, you know, like oh, yeah, Burns yeah. is 104. His mom is 122, mm-hmm. right? That means they are the same generation. Pretty much. Hmm. You know? Taft and all. Yeah. That means that means they have well she well sorry he's 104 and she's 122 yeah she had her she had she, she well, had him when he was 18 yeah 18 that's, that's how you did it back then yeah <laughs> that, oh, right. quickly that makes a lot of sense <laughs> though my like my grandma had her first kid when she was like oh, you guys got a slideshow prepared oh for... <laughs> no <laughs> to do this um what's he's your favorite joke he's got, he's got charts um <laughs> here are your messages today Mr Burns oh yeah oh very good uh. <laughs> this is an iconic one yep. that it's yeah it's one that i always remember uh it's so it's, it's honestly it's i don't I, it's it's fine it's it's a good joke it's like it's a you have 30 minutes to move your car <laughs> your car impounded. has been impounded your car has been crushed into a small cube you have 30 minutes to move your cube ring, ring. hello is it about my cube wow yeah wow. It's about my cube is what sells it for yeah. Sure. yeah it's it's a revelation of a punchline. <laughs> it is so funny because Burns has this annoyed looking face on him this whole time that he's reading the messages to him. But as soon as Homer picks up the phone and is like, hello, he gets very inquisitive. He's like, is it about my cube? Yeah. And he's he's really concerned mm-hmm. that it's about his cube. Well, the journey he went on was, oh, like, oh, damn it, my car was impounded. But now I have a cube. Oh, it's a cube, and it's like, but what? But like, I have thirty minutes to move my cube. Uh oh, what's going on with the cube then? Yeah. Like, oh, is that about my cube? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just a great example of this old man it's trying to keep up. <laughs> he can't handle it. It's just yeah. great. He's so abusive to Homer. Like the montage of him throwing things and the sound. Like I, I. I like the I wanted light starch in my nightcap, and he jams it right in his eye. Yeah, uh, the super he makes a supercomputer after Smithers <laughs> says in the beginning. Uh, sorry, after Burns says, you know, I need uh, make a Computerize computer system. These. Yeah, he makes yeah. it and it's he super, beats super it with computer. a crowbar. Yep. It's hilarious. <laughs> so I just want to say one more quick thing, mm-hmm. one more joke. Uh, it's when Homer comes back to um, comes back after killing Burns. <laughs> Uh, or thinking that he killed Burns. Mm-hmm. And um, 
it's Lisa who comes in. Maybe he's not dead. Maybe you just <laughs> really, really hurt him. <laughs> I think that's just such a funny line. Because <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> he's the 104 best case scenario. You just really, really, really hurt yeah. him. Maybe broke a few bones. And left him on his floor. When he runs into the house, like, panicking, and he, like, goes into the field position, what does Mart say to him? Is everything all right? Oh, yeah, is everything all right? Are you okay? Yes. 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 Except. Except I killed Mr. Fur. I like that she knows immediately. Well, what? Like, he's Except. the worst at like keeping. Well, yeah. He didn't walk but... in like, woo, wow, tough, tough day. He's like distraught and immediately in the front door. Yeah. Uh, also, the uh, last line of the episode is pretty good. What am I, a doctor? What am I, a doctor? Oh yeah. And the, it's a very nice little uh, mm. little portrait of the Simpsons family enjoying a fruit basket together. Yeah. It's, a, it's nature's candy. Yeah, it's a nice it's a nice little wide shot mm-hmm. that brings us to our credits yep. and uh, to the end of a really good episode. Right. Really Rest great episode, Rest I should in peace, say. Peace, uh, President Taft. That's right. You, you know, like that, like that movie, old dog. Hmm? Well, yeah, it was played by Tamuel Tell Taxon as oh. Taft. It's terrible. <laughs> Cut it out. I will. <laughs> Where's the pen? <laughs> put it at the put it at the beginning. Hour and thirty seven. That'll minutes. be the Simpsons quote in the beginning. <laughs> S Taft, the things. Uh-huh. The, the, things. the things. Yeah, great episode. Good episode. I uh, really enjoy it. Um yeah, it's one of the, it's one of the funnier ones on the season, I think, personally. One of my favorite ones of all time. I, it just it works so well with me. Uh now that I've analyzed it, I know why, but uh because you want to punch had. an old man. Well. All right, you heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of the bullet factory that you that you love there? Huh? Wait, that I love? Yeah. I just read you it. You heard it here first. There you go. Cop destroying. Oh. I can't remember. And I would actually like to thank you for loving this episode, because it's going to definitely be one that I go back to a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, because season seven so far has... risen in my estimation i thought it would be season five that would that would take the crown but there were a couple of duds i thought it would be season six i really did uh but so far season seven is outshining both of them oh boy see an interesting thing for me and i don't know if it's because i appreciate the highs when there's lows more the highs but uh (laughs) this this season so far has been all very capable. Mm-hmm. There, ha- there's not any episodes uh, off the top of my head that are like, oh, iconic, like one of my favorite episodes. But oh. in all the pretty much all the other seasons, there are those episodes. Oh, I have a couple already. Tell me them. Uh, Mother Simpson okay. is one that I that I consider one of my favorites. You like the sentimental ones a little bit. More I do. Yeah. 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 Well, let's not judge for that. All right. <laughs> I like, I like so. the senior. You like ones. the sentimental ones though. They're yeah, yeah. Poindexter. Are you Mary? Like uh, the sentimental ones, don't you? I also really, really enjoyed the um, uh, two bad neighbors. Of course. Yeah. I I love that episode <laughs> so much. Uh, and that's those are the those are the two that are immediately coming to mind right now. Sure, but that's don't get me wrong. I'm not that's, saying that's about. I'm not saying there's, these are bad episodes. Yeah, I'm definitely. They're all, like they're I'm all great. Yeah, I'm right there and with that's, you. And that's why yeah. it's harder for me to to parse 
the episodes in this. You don't have a sense? secrets of a successful marriage in this one yet to really give you a contrast. It might be the next one. What's what was the next one again? Day the Violence Died. Really? You don't like that one? Huh? I don't think I like this one. Okay. From my recollection, I don't believe I enjoy the next episode, the Chester Olympic one. I, from my le- recollection, I think I really do. All right. Well, it'll be good discussion then. Yeah. Haven't had this in a while. <laughs> um, yeah. The rest of the season, I think, again, is just very good. Um, if I had to pick one from the season that stands out as like a classic, it's 22 short films. Oh God, and, yes. And oh, even and then, Summer of Four Foot Two. I fucking love Summer of Four Foot Two. I, I love them as well. Again, it's not. But like, if I if I ranked a top five episodes or top ten episodes, which I have done, um, it's probably changed since I did. But um, I hope so. It was like I, ten I, years ago. I don't think about season seven episodes to pull from as much. It's all season eight, mm. like a lot yeah. of season eight and yeah. a lot of season three, four, five. Yeah, um, I remember six, your list. There's a couple six in there as well, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, and I think because for those of you who want to hear the whole list, go back to our Patreon and subscribe. It's in the old Cinepals archives. True. Yeah, Alan, we go down. We we go, we go through Alan's list. Yeah. Break it down. The whole thing. Um, Some might say it's the backdoor pilot to this show. I wouldn't, because <laughs> that's a weird thing to say. But there you go. But even with twenty-two short films, like it's there's there's duds in there. <laughs> for me you <laughs> know what episode? i mean in that episode oh, yeah, like sure. there's and and that's why like i'm i'm not i'm not as high on it as i know a lot of people are like steve hams obviously is iconic and one of the greatest pieces of writing ever done for the show but uh, it's it, it's not if that was the whole episode then maybe i would be one of my favorites yeah one of my favorites no i get it that's a yeah. that's a really that's a really interesting take on and it. i think season seven for me has always just been very capable and very good throughout so because of that i don't think you know, I don't have like a Cape Fear or a Homer at the Bat or something that like right. stands out as right. like a Homer at the Bat is like my season three episode and Cape Fear is my season five episode. You know, right. obviously season eight has um, you only move twice, which is my favorite episode. And Millhouse Divided. Millhouse Divided. Yeah. And Itchy episode. and Scratchy and Poochie. There you go. Like yeah. Those those three right there to me make up for the duds in, mm-hmm. in season eight because those three episodes are so crazy good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are some duds in season eight. Some that I'm just like, eh, whatever. No, it's divided is one of the finest. It's my second half hours of television. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, Never. Get, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, we will. But yeah, so uh, you know, we're almost. We're, I mean, not almost done. I shouldn't say, but we're getting close. We're on the the last half of season seven. So yep. we'll see how things close out, and uh, we'll move right into season eight. And we also made it through the cold snap, guys. Gonna try. Yeah, it's uh. <laughs> It's it's finally warmer out now. Chinook. Yeah. Chinooks are amazing. And God bless them, everyone. Everyone. And they are not an example of global warming, Leonardo DiCaprio. That's true. They are a naturally <laughs> are occurring examples. phenomenon. I'm not saying I don't believe in it, but Chinooks are not one. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Uh, That's so, Alan's science corner. Uh, great. Don't make that a recurring <laughs> thing. Great science corner. I want it back. <laughs> Uh, we will put aside time every episode for Alan's, Alan's Science, Science Corner. Corner. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow, I want you to explain why baking soda takes smells away. Ooh, great. Great topic. Yes, thank you. So stay tuned for that. And if it picks up, we'll make it its own bonus show on the Patreon. Please don't do this. Speaking of the Patreon, if you would like he to... He's very <laughs> against this, you're even gonna, as a you're joke. You're going to make jokes that are not... You, oh. Takes the smells away. It's just huh? a bit, Ife. Relax. <laughs> uh, 
speaking of, if you want to hear more from so uh, this podcast, bonus content, bonus episodes, please feel free to subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash boathouse studios, house spelt the German way. Um, $2 gets you full access to everything, including the two bad neighbors, BBBQ, that uh, Ife was kind enough to, you know, cook everything for us and we ate some it more of those good morning burgers we ate it all and i it made was... so many of those afterwards i sent you some pictures yeah. they were I, I dialed it in they were amazing yeah so if you want to learn more about that mm. check out our patreon once again it's only two dollars to get access to everything for yeah. now and we're gonna and we're gonna uh release a bonus episode of some kind at least once a month we're yep. gonna try twice a month yeah um, there's going to be two this month so yeah that's cool so like Cinepal's uh returns episodes we just did one on alita battle angel yeah we talk a lot about the uh life and times of robert rodriguez we and sure how they connect with james cameron yep a lot of fun a lot of fun. <laughs> and uh, we're going to do, uh, soon, we're g- hopefully going to force Greg to watch uh, Wizard of Oz for the first time we in his life. We have to do it. We have to do it. Yeah. It's going to happen only when Catherine can yes. be there at the same time, which is like, I sent her a doodle poll the other day, and it was just depressing <laughs> when she sent it back. It's like, it's like, choose your availability, and it's yeah. like, well, I have this 10-minute window on April 3rd. It's just X's <laughs> everywhere. Just, Yeah busy person yeah busy person um but yeah you can also reach us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com numerical three you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter at bad neighbors pod yeah and yeah thanks to ife for joining us glad we were able to get you on for this episode thank you for having me you're welcome it was a real pleasure thanks for talking to us it's a pleasure for you yep that's <laughs> no thanks guys this is this this is this is one of my my favorite episodes the fact that you guys knew this and invited me on for it uh, i i deeply appreciate it so thank you yeah thanks for coming out oh, i knew it uh <laughs> i learned it i learned this fact and i'm glad i did because it's always nice to learn more about people it's true that's you how know? you learn and grow that's right thanks for listening everybody see you next time for the day the violence died keep watching the ski Thank you.